All right, near fellas, episode 13, 4th of July edition. Happy 4th of July weekend. This is our favorite holiday on this show. I can tell you that. Um, I think the weather is completely crappy because it hates the current president right now. That's just Fact. my theory. Fact. Um, he was here. He was here this this weekend. Where is Strong Island? No, he was in the city. Hmm. Yeah, great. Who cares? Um, smoke. The smoke followed him. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what. I was Surprising, actually not a lot out. of red, white, and blue. For him? No, I just said not a lot of red, white, and blue. I've been in the city, but yeah, the city's dead on the Fourth of July, though always because yeah. everyone leaves. But uh, yeah. anyway, this weekend, I uh, I was out pressing the flesh with some of our listeners, meeting some of them, talking to them, and uh, this particular individual, big fan of the show, and you want to know why? Well, I'll tell you. Um, he, uh, it's got to be something. You know, wait, he, before you say it, it's got to be something that benefits you. Otherwise, you wouldn't say it. Uh, no, it doesn't benefit me. I actually think it benefits everyone but one person. Um, he said, you know, I started listening to the show because Maddie, uh, kind of throws out these insane points and everybody on the show just piles onto him. And I, I, I think it's absolutely hilarious and that's what turned him on to the show. So Maddie, whatever you're doing, keep it up, keep up the bad points. People love your bad points. Uh, I don't think I have bad points. I think I just <laughs> like to bring a fan. I don't fucking treat this like I'm at a, I don't know, like I'm at work. I try to have fun with it. Well, you still can make good points and have fun with it. I do make good points. Remember when I said, remember my point about uh, Barry Bonds? Um, no, I don't. And I said, you still, still got to hit the ball. Whatever. Well... That said person, Jake, if you're listening this week, um, shout out to Jake. He's a, he's a listener. Shout out to Jake. Shout um, out Jake. Anyway, Eric, we're going to have to talk about. How mad would you be if I farted on, on the mic? What? I mean, whatever. What? It doesn't, I what kind of que- See, look, what kind of dumb question is that? <laughs> what Because I had, I, about? I, if I farted, <laughs> in it, not like on the mic, I just, I didn't know if Mike would be like. What is oh, that? Dude. Where do we even segue into that? <laughs> he's a space cadet. Well, we're all we're all push. we're all think we're all thinking it. Someone had to say it, right, Matt? Yeah, someone <laughs> had to bring it up. I mean, yeah. Maddie and I were at a wedding this weekend, and and he, you know, gets back to the hotel. He's sitting in the hotel lobby. Can uh, I tell kicks, my he, story? He kicks his shoes off and he falls asleep. Yeah. with my chickens I get, in his I hands. Get back, I get playing back fifty cent. I get back to the hotel nice. at like fifty. What's I get back to the hotel at like twelve thirty. One o'clock, and I'm eating. I got two, three McChickens with Big Mac sauce, no mayo, and I couldn't find my room because the way that this hotel was laid out was like, yeah, it, it was, was absurd. It was set up pretty funny. So I just go to the lobby, like where they serve the continental breakfast, and there's these couches, and I just lay down, take my shoes off, and I start playing music. And the next thing you know, I wake up like two hours later, and uh, Many Men by Fifty Cent is playing. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then I found my room. Well, anyway, so he's a space cadet, so he doesn't know what he's saying right now, and his, his brain is mush. But um, we're going to have to talk about the Knicks trade, or the, not trade, signing of Dante DiVincenzo. Shout out Caleb and Emily. I don't, yep, shout out Caleb and Emily. Congratulations on your wedding. Um, I don't know much about DiVincenzo. The only thing I do know, which is like kind of annoying to me a little bit, is that like the, I feel like this is a Villanova reunion, and like, 
I don't know. For some reason, that angle bothers me a little bit. But we'll get into Why? that. I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. It's just some. It's a little annoying. It's like it's just it's something happy and positive. So you no, but like, like yeah. I just I don't think Divincenzo's a guy who's going to get you over that hump. I, I don't know, but maybe it's the only best available player in this particular moment. But before we get into the Knicks, I got a question to ask all of you. You guys all consider yourselves big Yankee fans, right? Can I get a con- confirmation that you're all big Yankee fans? I mean, yeah, we're on a podcast, mm-hmm. Mike, for the Yankees, so right. I'd say that's a safe bet. Now, the Yankees, despite their poor play, have uh, one individual made made history this past week. Oh. And that would be Domingo Herman throwing the 24th perfect game in Major League Baseball history. Now, my question to you guys is, West Coast game, 940 start. Did you watch it live? And I don't want any other answers besides yes or no. Maddie, did you watch the game live? Absolutely. Eric, did you watch the game live? Not the full thing, no. Matt, did you watch the game live? Yep. When you say not the full thing, first half or second half? I watched like I watched like the first four innings. I had a I had a seven o'clock tea time, so I had to be up at I had to be up at five thirty the next morning, so you can't so blame three of the that. four of us watched it live, Eric. I'm a little disappointed. You don't. You can't. Yeah, I don't yeah, blame him. I don't know. You go I don't. I don't, do, I don't. I don't. really. I don't really do West Coast. I don't stay up. I admittedly can't stay up for them. Well, if you, you know, went, if you went to sleep like in the seventh inning, knowing yeah, it was a perfect crime. game, no, it was, that it was would the be fourth, different. It was the fourth inning. Yeah. It was so the fourth, fourth inning. Passed. I think probably I mean, around a, a little after eleven. That's the right. difference between me and everyone else is that I would die for this team and yeah, you got guys not staying up. You got guys, well, guys not well, staying well, up. For, for, I'll be for, honest for with you. West what Coast was game. the, what was the score of the game in like the fifth inning? We were up by a considerable amount. I think no. it was six, nothing right. at that point. It yeah, was seven zero. So you got the, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I didn't start watching until like the bottom of the fifth. When I saw he had no, a no hit bid through five. And then I clicked on the thing and I was like, Oh shit, he might actually do something here. So then I put it on as I was falling asleep and I actually watched the perfect game as I was laying in bed. And then I was like, started yelling and got yelled at. But (laughs) I mean, I I know you, I know you guys, I know you guys are the biggest no hitter, perfect game guys in the world. So I'm sure (laughs) you guys are going nuts. We can talk about that because they're not, it's not a big deal. They're not rare or anything. They don't even matter. So you, Matt, you were, I understand what you were trying to say in your argument there, but you were, you were, it was, they weren't even the same thing. You were you were know. off in no, the argument because Eric the and Mike did say if there was the amount of pitches that point. he had is they said if he had that many pitches they would leave yes. him in and he did have that many pitches. But your argument, you our argument to go back to the last pod to talk about this again was that it was in the situation that was at hand for Giolito was completely different and Herman had like maybe twenty or twenty five less pitches at that particular moment in time. Right in the seventh inning. My argument is all you care about is pitch count. So if he had 25 more pitches, you would have yanked him. And tell but me I said to you, if But had, I said to you, Mike, no, I said to you in that argument. situation, that's I'd leave argument. him in. I, oh, my God. I said to no, you in that situation. situation I, the situation I being in. what? That he has a pitch count that you like. That he has a, no, so a you perfect would leave game. him in. That's it. A perfect game. I said if he had 100 pitches in this situation, I would leave him in and let him finish the game. Or until the, so the had, perfect game was no good. If at the end of, at the end of six innings in that game, if he had, if he had maybe because he only had two three ball counts that game. Say he had I don't know. Say he had eight three ball counts and he was at a hundred and nine pitches at the end of six innings. Would you have left him in? I probably he had a perfect would have left game him still. In. Perfect game. Perfect. Perfect game. I leave him in. 
I'd leave him in until I think the max pitch count, I think as a manager in today's game, I'd be comfortable with is probably like 140. So that's enough pitches to get it done. But that's not the argument that you ever make before. You both are very much against any type of pitch count that goes high up into and when we're going up when you're past 110 115 both of you that's the argument that you guys staple upon that it doesn't make any sense that we have to save these guys for the playoffs that statistically and analytically it doesn't make any sense so why are we gonna leave these guys in that's the only argument I was making is that if if he had 30 more pitches in that scenario you guys would have opted to not leave him in okay and that was the argument you can go back you can go back and read the text. I said, if he had 100 pitches in this situation right now, I would leave him in. I literally said that to you. What was the difference, though? Okay, so take away if the if the White Sox pitcher had a perfect game as opposed to a no-hitter. What's the difference? Other than pitch count, what other factors are you considering? Other than pitch count, nothing. You're just considering Signific- pitch count. Significance. Significance. I, significance I don't and anything. also that. What's the significance? Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. What's the significance of a game two in a series on the road at Oakland? What what's the significance what of that said. as opposed to Chicago? What where what's the difference? I said that I would I said I would have taken him out in that situation that you just mentioned. They had oh, thirty all more right. pitches. Well, then, all right, then that's then fine. Okay. Then right, so Eric and I differ on that opinion. Eric and I differ in that area, but like all I'm saying is like I the mean, situation is, making, is slightly different. The, the A's are completely out of it. So, if, like, if your argument is the White Sox or whatever, the, the White Sox actually have a chance to potentially do something in the Central because that is trash. Like, you're getting so far off topic. You were trying to make your no. Point my in argument that was pitch they count. don't even my sarcasm. My my sarcasm within what I was saying in the text was pitch count. I was just being sarcastic about the pitch count, which. Eric just agreed to that he would have said in that situation. All right, let me ask you a question. That's all I was saying. I was making a sarcastic. Let me ask you a question. What's the number of pitches that you're okay? Like, so you could, you expect a guy, Garrett Cole, for example, you expect him to be able to throw 200 pitches. Is that enough? Is that too many? What's your number? I don't, I haven't, I don't have a number. I haven't, it makes sense in the game and what's going on. If the guy's going to stay in, I don't think that, realistically, I don't think it makes a difference if a guy ends the night. I don't think his recovery changes. I don't think anything changes with his arm. I don't think anything else changes. I think he's been conditioned to throw this amount of pitches once every five days. So I think the difference between a guy throwing 95 pitches and 120 pitches is absolutely nothing. On top of that, he throws not that much 30 to 30 more pitches think, I think, in the bullpen before the game starts. So like, I, I just okay, so, I just actually, so then to your point to 120 he actually threw 150 pitches right and I'm saying it's okay. fine I would have I'm saying it's fine well I unfortunately I think you're just, that the, that's you think it's fine but baseball doesn't think it's fine it's just the way the game's going and the significance the significance of that moment outweighs a no hitter from Giolito in in May it's the 24th perfect I mean, game so like situation it's all about the well, situation. Well, that's great that you said that. I, I mean, a, yeah, you're, you're right. It's a perfect game. There's 12, 12 out of 12. There's about, yeah, somebody's, somebody's volume's Sorry, on. That, I, mean, um, I mean. Oh, my God, a, Mike. You act like quarter. I just fucking torpedoed the whole show. <laughs> Eric's trying to say something. All of a sudden, we yeah, got this noise. talk, man. What are you doing? I know, but it's just Michael's facial reactions. I'm sorry, Eric. I mean, you're talking about like 
playing the Oakland, Oakland Athletics in a in a stadium that's a quarter of its capacity full on I mean I don't really see the significance. It doesn't it clearly didn't do anything this weekend. We lost two out of three to the Cardinals. So like maybe you'd say yeah, maybe it, you could have thought it would have uplift, uplifted the team, but clearly not. So I don't know what the significance is other than it being like I guess perfect game's cool yeah, twenty four in history, but what is that really what do we gain from that as a team? I mean you could gain uh, it. Maybe, I mean, you maybe might not have gained he, it right now. But what, like I, mean, I mean, what's what's different in Herman's head? Like, next time he goes out, like, maybe he goes yeah, back gonna, to, like, he's two gonna, he's gonna and like, What's yeah. the significant? Why why leave why leave Aaron Judge in, in all those games at the end of the season just to chase 62? Like, that doesn't really help the team at all. I mean, season accomplishments are different than single-game accomplishments, but... A perfect game... I mean, a perfect game is... A, a perfect. I, mean, I, I understand. Yeah. A perfect game is like, that's a pretty big deal, right? One out of so, and Eric, at that point, the make is so, fine. And, and if that's wait, but if that's the argument you're going listen, with, then that's wait. fine. My one my problem is Mike is just wishy washy. Is that it's just oh well, it's it's all about pitch count. And I just want Mike to say that it's all about pitch count because that's all he cares okay, about. Flash. At least you're telling me you're saying that yes, you don't think it's significant and you don't care. Like okay, fine, then that's your opinion. Then I get it. But he tries to beat around the bush the scenario. The only difference in the scenario is his pitch count. That's it. That's the only thing that differs. Okay. At the end of the day, he's not giving up a hit yet. Okay, but pitch count is actually important. What's the point of a bullpen then, you idiot? But, Mike, if he's dealing, he hasn't given up a hit yet. Like what? I okay, so we, we agree at, on that point. But the situation when the Chicago White Sox pitcher had it was different. He had 100 pitches. Excuse me. And we were all wrong. It was after six. Yes, I know that. So I he would have had to throw yeah, I mean, it's also, four more innings. Also, to back but, Mike's point is that, I mean, this, this game was this game was 10 nothing as opposed to the, the White Sox game being a close game. Like you have more wiggle room, you know? But the other the thing that I was gonna say before is like flash forward fifty years and you're talking to your grandkids about about the Yankees. Are you gonna are you more apt to bring up you were you were watching uh you grew up when in the season that that Domingo Herman pitched a perfect game or the season that Judge broke the home run record, like I think you could do then, both. Yeah, I but, mean, but I mean, bad. dude, yeah. The, the, oh, my God. Who's it. the last, all right, who's you, the last and, pitcher and you're to throw gonna, a fucking perfect game? Who's the last pitcher oh for the Yankees to throw a perfect game? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You, I mean, no, no, no. no. You're going to talk. That's you're such talk a false to, equivalency. Dude, you're talking about a perfect game. The first pitcher for the Yankees since David Cohn to throw. Like, what are we talking? Yeah, I'm going to bring up. Oh, Dad, did you watch the perfect game that Domingo Herman threw? Yeah, I did, son. That was actually pretty sick to watch. Well, yeah, I mean, it depends, right? Like, if if the next perfect game doesn't get thrown for, I don't know, 15 years, and you're talking to your kid, and you're, and you're like, you know, like it did. Wait, daughter, I'm sorry. Like did David Cohn throw it in 1999? 1999, so 24 years later? Like, yeah, it's not like him hitting 62 home runs. You can't compare it because that's a season-long accomplishment, and that that's the real home run record. Yeah, but also but that. yeah, him throwing a perfect game is a pretty big deal. I'd be more apt to bring up, like, that I was alive when Luis Castillo dropped a pop-up and the Yankees won on a walk-off against the Mets than bring up Domingo Ramon's <laughs> perfect game. Wow. Okay. Right. I, I mean, that's – I, I can't that's... Just, I can't. I can't discount his argument because that's a personal, like, again, that's a, that's a subjective thing. Like, honestly, that matters more to you than it would 
Well, yes, and, I, and I agree with you, boss Mike. Your opinion, but I agree with you in that respect. That okay, <laughs> fine. Single game accomplishments, I they might not mean as much. However, in the history of baseball, a perfect game is a pretty significant deal, right? It's not like a guy throwing a one hitter. It's not like a guy hitting. I don't know. It's not like you remember the last guy who hit for a cycle, right? Like it's it is a little bit different. Ellie De La Cruz. Does it have to do with yeah, does like, it, if it was Garrett Cole? Would it be a different no, scenario? I think this this situation would fit. Eric better if it was where I would agree with his, you know, what he's saying. If it was like Herman threw a no hitter as a co- as opposed to a perfect game. Like, I think you could probably, really matter. I mean, like Scooter. I mean, yeah, it it matter matter because a no hitter is no, different than a perfect game. Yes, it is. It obviously. is, but there, it's just, I don't know. It's just something unique. It's something rare that isn't seen very much. And I think it's a very special thing that a lot of things it's the most excitement in a that I've game. had watching. I, I know. And yes, would I agree with you, Eric, about what I'd rather see Luis Castillo? Yes, I actually agree with you saying that, that I would probably remember that over the perfect game. However, if somebody brought that up, I could say, oh, yeah, I remember where I was watching that perfect game, getting yelled at, laying in my bed because I'm yelling in that one thirty in the morning about the Yankees getting a perfect game, right? Like, but I still remember that. And it's still of historical significance for the game. There hadn't been one in 10 years. And in all of the games, I know I said this sarcastically, whatever, how many how many games have been played in baseball? Well, I actually looked it up. I sent it to Maddie, like, sarcastically. But over 235,000 Major League Baseball games, regular season Major League Baseball games. So that's one – that's a thousandth of a percent of games in the history of the MLB have ever ended in a perfect game. And a tenth of yeah, the percent of games ever played have ever ended in a no-hitter. Like – that is of some sort of significance. So, like, it is cool. I'm not saying, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, I was still pissed off the next day because we, yeah, we beat the A's and we fucking look like shit against St. Louis. So, yeah, well, the let end me of the day, I'm not going to write home about it, but it still does matter. It's of historical significance, I guess. Eric, let me ask you a question. Uh, personally, personally, it ranks very lowly on my, on what I would, what I remember as a Yankee fan my, for the first 20 years of my life. Just me. I think that, I think that that's absurd. <laughs> okay. Let me ask you a question. Don Larson did his in the World Series. Is would that be more impressive That's, to you? Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah, that'd be insane. That's wild. It's not, 11, it's not an eleven. It's not an eleven nothing game. And in, in he threw a perfect game. Don Larson threw a perfect game in the World Series. What if like, it was a, a What if it was a one nothing win against the A's? Would Would that rank it up more? I don't really. I don't think so. I mean, listen. It's still. It's a perfect game. There's been I mean, I them, just like, hate how I feel like we're discounting the fact that this guy just threw a perfect game. Like, I, no. I know it's a game that doesn't matter. He's Do the first Yankee wins? since David Cohn to throw. No, Does but dude, it wins? doesn't. Did we get it? Did we win a World Series because Judge hit 62 home runs? No, no he fucking sucked whoa, cock whoa, whoa, in the playoffs. Whoa, all right. All right. Easy. I mean, I do agree with him there. Like, no, he's just yeah, I mean, all, all that hype we had for Judge in the year. And then, like, Am I gonna am I gonna remember when the Yankees win the World Series over anything else and any accomplishment? Judge hitting <laughs> sixty fucking seven home runs. Yeah. Sure, yeah, dude. But like, we don't have a World Series. series. Significant enough for the World I'm clenching on sure. the the most exciting thing I have is DJ LeMahieu hitting the fucking home run in the eighth inning, all the, then just to get walked off after. Like, like those are the memories I have of the Yankees. Okay, well, Judge yeah, is so yeah, him throwing a perfect game. Judge is actually pretty significant because good or bad. That season shapes our next ten years because we gave him the biggest contract in Yankee history. So yeah, it does. Yeah, and then they write a book. They write a book, the fucking pursuit of greatness. Sixty. Well, I'm saying. Judge. I'm saying. When he hasn't won a World Series. That you're not getting my I mean, point. They at didn't all. I'm write saying, the book. I'm saying. I'm saying good or bad, that shapes our next ten years because 
we gave him the most money and yeah, any, we gave him he's ever gotten. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean, I got gotcha. It's gonna it shapes it shapes the next ten years of, of but Yankees dude, baseball. Like, if he didn't hit on, sixty, you don't think they would have? Hold on, sorry. You don't think, you think if Judge hit 60 money? home runs, they would have? What would they have given him? Thirty-nine million dollars a year? No, that's what I'm saying. But he's a great season. He had a he had a no. It would be the same thing. But he had a great season, so that's why he got all the money. If he if he had an average season, then who knows? Maybe we, maybe we maybe we let him walk. Maybe we didn't sign him to that much money. Maybe I don't know. Everything's different, but I think that that held a ton of significance. Him having that season. I, well, I agree, and I'm I agree. not. Obviously, I'm not, obviously, I'm not comparing the 62 home runs to a perfect game, but a perfect game, like in my recent memory, I think that that is probably top 10 Yankees things that I've I've watched and witnessed. Yeah, you could. Yeah, I think you guys both make number really one good probably points. being Jeter hitting his either his 3,000 the home run or the walk off against. Well, I mean, if you really want to talk about useless, like that's a useless. That's just like a fairy tale. Yeah, but dude, ending. we're like, not talking a, like not everything is about. Head. Yeah, but not everything is about like. I understand. I know, we're, like, we're flying off the rails here. Dare G- yeah, we're flying off the yeah, rails. But that's here. good because we that and, should have been talked about. Guys are getting all hot and bothered over sixty-two versus the perfect game. Can we talk about how shitty? I don't know if we're getting hot. The Yankees were. How that shitty the Yankees were this weekend. I they, felt like we were back in Western Turnpike. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, everything that I said there was just my opinions, obviously. But I, I just don't see it adding that. Well, much right, Matty. To... Yeah, and that's kind of also like, so as long as you guys are willing to differentiate what is a subjective opinion, what's an objective fact, because you and Mike tend to declare things as their facts when they are your opinions. As long as you guys say it's your opinion, Matty's just pissed off, which I get pissed off. But like, I that's that was my whole reason that stemmed off this three weeks ago was that just blatantly saying that everything was stupid and there was no argument to be made the other way. That was it. I agree with you. And honestly, you're right. In the grand scheme of things, if they win a World Series, I'm not going to even fucking remember this perfect game unless somebody brings it up. Like, I don't care. Uh, yes, you but will, actually. Still, it was still you, know, you will. You will. Dude, if I go ask my Uncle Tony right now, do you remember uh, David Cohn throwing up? If you bring it up, yes, but I'm not well. thinking about it. I'm, I would bring up in con- natural conversation the World Series if they win that all the time. I'm not going to bring well, up the fact, fact that Jermon threw a, uh, okay, a perfect I can understand. Here's yeah, a fun right, fact for you. A fun fact. Every time that the Yankees have thrown a perfect game, they've won yeah, the World yeah, Series World that series. year. So, eh, you know, you never know. I don't I don't know. But let's let's get we'll into the Yankees. We'll be lucky if we make the their... playoffs. All right, relax. Let's get into the Yankees and their um, poor performance over this weekend in St. Louis. Game was rained out Friday. Doubleheader yesterday. They lost first game 11-4. Uh, took the second game 6-2 to two, and then lost today 5-1 to one with Garrett Cole on the mound facing the former Yankee lefty. Um Montgomery. So, um, yeah, it just seems to be the same story over and over again, right? Like their offense is just not producing. Um, it, you saw a little glimpses of hope in that 11 and 0, that 11 nothing win, the 10 4 win. Donaldson got going a little bit. Volpe actually looks really good over the past few games. Donaldson got going. Um, he hit a. He hit a. Maddie, let him finish. We were up 10 nothing. I mean, he had a couple home runs, he had a couple sack flies. Like, it's nice to see the guy hit the ball. If the guy can hit, like, obviously I want him to hit. So, like, yes, he got going a little bit as compared, compared to his previous games where he wasn't doing absolutely anything. That's not really an opinion. That's just actually still, a fact. I know. It is a fact, but it's still – I don't even like to bring it up because the guy should not be playing. Okay, well, you know what? You can harp on that all you want, and you're just wasting your breath. Well, someone – I mean, 
at some point do they do they listen to the fan base? No, they no that see that's the problem I have is that no see, they but don't that's listen the thing. To, why yes, do they listen to the That's the fucking fact. Like that's the problem you have. But yeah, Matt, that, that's a problem. Like, never... okay, so I'm just supposed to put up and shut up and fucking take the bullshit. No, yeah, that's not that's control. not what I'm saying. But you act like they take like a poll survey from fans every year at the end of the year and say, "What did you uh, like? No, what did you I'm not? not like? What did we do right? What didn't we do right? What moves would you have made? What moves shouldn't we have made?" They don't do that, and they never will. So when Mike, you say, "Are Mike. they going to listen to the fans?" No, they're not going to listen to the fans. But right in that regard, I'm just never going to have. Then why are we doing the show, Mike? Why are we doing the show if there? If there's no point to it. Well, the point it doesn't is matter. To they're going to do whatever they want to do and, and get okay. and, and hopefully grow this thing into something. But you said something that is just not. No team does that, let alone the Yankees. No team actually listens to the fans and says, "What should we do?" It's not. It's an absurd thing. You can't be driven, but, Mike. But I mean, at, at this point, he should, objectively speaking, at a statistical base, he should not be playing. Okay, the only reason he's playing is because Brian Cashman has got a hard on for him. I agree and, with and you. Won't that admit he that he's wrong. Playing. I agree. So with at you. some point, there's got to be. Some... And, but it's not going to come. From I mean, the him. the poll comment doesn't make sense because yeah, they don't take polls, but like, it's pretty easy to read the room with Yankee fans, and like, you just have to be in the stadium to know that. Nobody wants Donaldson playing. I, like, I completely understand that, but what I'm like, saying, I was just point, responding. You don't think to, you don't think that the guys ever like are like, wow, like the, this team, they really hate this guy. He's not helping, and the fans despise no, him. No, I think they Maybe look. We I shouldn't think have they look play. at first. Is this guy actually helping the team win? And then somewhere along the line, be like, yeah, you know what? The fans probably don't like him. But I don't well, think he's they're not. Thinking, he's not helping the team. What win. I'm saying, to and you is, the fans hate him. So Brian Cashman a, sucks at his job. Another reason why you should be fired. Okay. It's just the oh, twenty. It's just the twenty. It's just the. It's just the twenty million dollar contract that's that they're being frugal with. I mean, if it was Cohen, he would be gone, and they would just eat the contract. But yeah, for it's sure. Hard for them to do that with with paying so much. Like yeah, you said the poll question doesn't make sense, and I'm not saying like they're actually taking a poll. But what I'm saying to you is his comment was, "When are they going to start listening to the fans?" Never. They're never going to start listening to the fans when it comes to baseball operations. It's never going to happen. I understand. I, I think I think I, I I didn't mean it in that sense. Like you, you let the you let the convicts run. You know yeah, the inmates. The jail. I mean it in a sense of. I mean it in the sense of like the guys stinks. Inmates run the statistically. He doesn't. Eh, same thing. He Semantics, Matt. You look. You're awfully quiet yeah. over there. What What do you have to say here? Well, Matty's just been screaming, so I can't even say anything. I. My frustration with you is that we understand that, Mike. Like, always with I me. Why do you have to have an issue with what I say? No, because I disagree <laughs> with the take you this, say. Because you take this corporate, yes. you take this Dude, corporate you approach like, to everything. It's you fucking spit ridiculous. Out, wait, Maddie, let me talk. You spit out this, this like corporate ideology like you work in the Yankees front office like oh well guys um the yeah, Yankees, like, won't, care. Yankees won't care what we do and um we should never have opinions because it doesn't matter Mike I didn't say you shouldn't have an opinion all I said was Stop, he though. said wait because we're no, talking just, about what we agree and disagree with though this is what you're we're talking saying, but Mike. you're saying Matt no. you're saying stuff that's not even true what I haven't said anything today right now. That's not true. But Mike, I have this I corporate also... approach because I said the Yankees aren't going to listen to the fan base as to who they're going to put on their team no. and who they're not. Mike, that wait, is just stop, one. Hold on, hold that on. is Mike. one example. <laughs> Mike, in general, Mike, in general, this is the approach that you take. You take. I'm the not talking about in general. I'm talking about right now. But you do it all the time, so that's why I'm saying it. You always defend them to a fault, and that's what's so annoying. That's why me and your brother get annoyed with you, because you just sit there and go, well, why do you even think that? 
for example, all the stuff we say about the lineups and the stuff with Boone and well, guys, you know what? They're never going to change it. So it doesn't matter. Mike, I don't give a fuck if they're never going to change it. I don't like it. It's an opinion. That's the point of this whole damn thing is we have an opinion, right? Just because they're not going to change it doesn't mean I'm not going to still get pissed off about it. Just like I'm not going to get pissed Should off I when they make errors voting? and they do I stuff and they make said, bad never, decisions. I'm not saying but I stop voting constantly. Mike? You do it all the time. You do it okay. all the time. This you have to have some self-reflection and know you do that all the time. I understand I do it, but I'm not going to say I do it all the time. This all stemmed from him saying, when are they going to start listening to the fans? And my response and to that is just like, like he's just an idiot like for saying that. They're never going to listen to the fans. I didn't, I didn't, we're talking I didn't over mean it exactly like that. Terrible. You're fucking taking be terrible for the listeners word, because no one wants to let me get a word in. All I'm saying is there is no team in Major League Baseball, in Major League Baseball, National Football League, the NBA, mean? or the NHL, or any professional league what out there that, that is going Mike? to say everyone wants to listen to you. You know what? Maddie, we need to talk to the fans here. We need to ask the fans, do you like Donaldson at third? Okay. Well, you know what? 50% of the fans, uh, 51% you, of the fans said no. Or said no. So, you know what? We're, we're going we're gonna to eat that $25 million contract. Or they're actually going to sit there behind the scenes and try to figure out how do we dump this contract and get something back in return so it's not a complete waste. Like, come on. I I agree. Like I'm with crazy you, for I'm thinking saying that you way. are right in that respect. Maddie's an idiot for saying that. Yes, and he knows it. And I didn't mean it exactly. Right, like, but you said I it. And you're an idiot for like saying that. that. You're an idiot for saying that. But Mike, you do take that approach. It's like you're literally. When we do this, it's like you're giving a press conference. Like you work for the Yankees, and it's if we say something about him, it's like it's going to be defamation. They're going to be like, oh well, we got to go back and I got to report this up. Well, to you the know bosses. what? It's my our response opinion. to that is my response to that is when you start your own show, you can do things the way you uh, want to okay. do. Okay, and then you can run. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Okay. We always yeah. go you back. Start your own show, yeah. and you you yeah. pay for all the shit that you got to pay for, like I do, <laughs> and send out all the links and write the notes, which I didn't have. Time to do today that's why the show's off the rails when you do all that and you post on social media and do all that stuff you can then tell me how to talk until then i'm going to do things the way that i want to do them i'm not telling you how to do anything that's the point you try to tell us how to do it i'm not telling you how to do anything i just when i hear stupid things i'm going to give a response to the stupid but things go, that i heard well guys they're never well the new york yankees are never going to change anything guys so why do you even bother with an opinion that's i think they will change no the they, i'm not saying i'm not saying that you guys are so off base. It's not even funny. Anyway, back to <laughs> no, the Yankees. No, it is funny and it's not off base. But back to the fine. Yankees. Where are they now in the standings? How far out are they? they? Got a big series coming up at home against the Orioles. I'm going tomorrow if it doesn't rain. It's firework night, which should be nice um, in celebration of the 4th of July. But uh, yeah, you got to do your best to take 3 1 from the O's this series. I don't see that happening, but that's what I'm wishing for. Is that a bad opinion? Did anyone watch was I wrong? There? Was that too? Was that too corporate? My apologies. No, was that was good. too corporate. No, it was good. But, no, you know, I'll, I'll settle for two and two. I'll settle. You know, I'll settle for one and three. Is that too corporate for you, jackasses? No. Go ahead. Well, we got to go in and we got to. You should just make it. But we got guys. We just got to go in this week and try to win games. We're just trying to win ball games, guys. We just got to win ball games. I mean, you want to talk about like corporate and towing the company line? You ever heard Buck Show Walter give a press conference after a game? No, they're, they're so I, I probably have, they're, but I haven't, I haven't they're, so, they're so, I mean, things could be way worse for us, I suppose, for the team across the, uh, yeah, the in, they're the, they're the worst, they're one of the worst teams in baseball. It's uh, it could be worse for us, but talking about, yeah. you know, towing the company line. I mean, dude, he says some things that are like, we get on Boone for the things he says, like, oh, his back was barky. Like, dude, Buck says some of the dumbest things and like Buck's a smart guy. I don't, I, I didn't know if he played or not. I had to look this up. I think he played like 
triple A at one point because like he reminds me of a coach like Bill Belichick who never actually played in the NFL and then is like as a coach in the NFL. But I think Buck did play at like a high level, so it's not the same, but kind of gives off that vibe. I think there's only one manager in history that never played um, professional baseball that ended up being a manager. He's St. Louis manager. He's actually pretty good right now. I'm almost the yeah, current one. Eric, check that. Was T- was T- no, 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 not, no, no, not current. Was Tito good? Maybe within past six years. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I know. I, I know. I'm sure most of them played at some point or played a high level at least, but like Belichick never played past. I don't even, did he play college? I, I don't even know. First baseman. Who? Uh, Terry Franconi had a career war of negative three. There you go. Good manager. I don't know. Those are like, yeah. what, what's, I mean, some guys like, like my dad says, my dad plays the piano and plays it very well, but he can't teach piano. Just, he just, he can't teach it. Some guys can't play and they could teach it better. Remember Jack Black, those who can't teach, teach Jim. Eric, what are you doing over there? I don't know. I'm trying to open this. There you go. Is your girlfriend over there? Yeah, she needs some help with this. Hello. Hello. They said hi. He's got headphones in. Oh, good for the pod. Um, Yeah. Anyway, so... (laughs) Yankees got to go three and one. That's what that's my that's my wish. And and I guess if I had to like settle for something, obviously it's two and two. You can't go one and three. That's disastrous. But my wish is three and one. Well, obviously four and zero oh is like the ultimate. Three and one is my wish, and two and two is my my floor. Mike, were you you guys were you were texting me during the first game? And I'm assuming Maddie was. I had no service. I had no idea yeah. what was going on. Yeah, our service was so yeah. bad. I don't, I don't, Eric, I don't know if you watched it at all or if you even saw any of the clips, but dude, that first game and the first game of the doubleheader before it started to rain, that was literally probably the ugliest game of the season. Like, Debbie looked they, pretty bad, dude, right? Dude, they, yeah, it rained. Well, it rained pretty bad, and then there was like an hour and a half delay in between the innings and whatever. But, dude, they looked so bad. They, Sevy was terrible. They made two errors. a bunch. Yeah, they made two errors and they got one that didn't count as an error, which I don't know how. Cabrera completely off the inside of his glove. It turned into a. It could have been an inning any double play. It turned into a two run double. They had a Higgy had four pass balls, dude. Like easy balls. They weren't even. I one of them was a fastball. The other two were splitters that didn't. Even, the other three were splitters that didn't even move, and he just dropped them. Guys advanced. He had one run that scored off of it. They had a they had another double play from that was a ground ball to crook up the middle. He turns around, he just throws it away, and they literally second and third, nobody out. It was a horrible game, like they literally. And that's what's so annoying is because we build some momentum. Great, we got a few well, good wins against the, the A's, but I'm dude, looking it's at the box so, scores. like it's so ugly. Like it's yeah, ugly. I'd imagine. I'm looking at the box scores, and I see yesterday they had 11 and 10 hits, and like I haven't seen 11 and 10 hits in the in the hit column for. A few weeks, and then in game three today, they hit three hits. You could, probably attri- you could probably attribute some of that to the perfect game. What? The offense. Yeah, it got him going. <laughs> I, I, Eric, I still don't understand how you couldn't think like that could be like a momentum shifting type thing. That well, it wasn't. I'm not saying, but like, okay, it's been three so games. Two games, games it was, and then yeah, so. Okay, well, so does, the so does, six so to two does, home runs should have been so a fucking does, momentum shifting thing, and it didn't. So does a good Garrett Cole start seven innings, one earned in twelve games, like something like that. 
Uh, I think a perfect game is a little bit more of a momentum shift. I think a perfect game is different than seven innings, fucking one run or. All right, let's not dive back into this. We didn't really get get anything, but wait. I think that to his point, and this will just segue out of it, is that it deflected Yankees fans from a lot of things that are just continuously bad that I felt like would just continue to be bad after they snapped out of a series with Oakland, which proved true, right? Can't hit, can't feel, doing a bunch of shit wrong. Pitching is very all over the place, right? Very unreliable. Like, we can't get some starters are hit one day, miss the next day, like dude, it's just all bullshit. Like, yeah, great. We won. I mean, listen, 10 for plus runs against two, again, two games against the A's, Mike, the A's have 20. Wins. I understand. Like, am I, supposed I get to it. Be happy? I, I understand. I, I no, I, I mean like, yeah, you're supposed to be happy because they got to win. But if you actually look back at the last three series, right. Or prior to this series, two or three from the Mariners, two or three from Texas, two or three, they won three straight series. Like the Mets went the entire month of June without winning a series. So like, and they were six and four. They, the they would have been, Today would have been nice to get. Yeah, today would have been great to, to take a series, right? And they've yeah. now they're five and five in the last ten. Stop comparing us to the Mets. It's a hundred and one win okay. team last year. Like they were a good team. But they're the Mets. They're our, they're like our I don't know. Is that what is that what our season has come to? Oh well at least I'm not <laughs> saying that. dude, that's I'm bad. Saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you actually look at it, they had a one three straight series. Like the goal is to win series, right? You want to win I know, series, yeah, so they did. Yeah, they won three straight series. Not good. I've got I've got a whole I've got a whole group chat devoted to that. If any of you guys want a headache, I'll add you to it. Wait, what is it? <laughs> oh uh, yeah, no, I've seen oh, oh, my God. Mets, Mets, what that we're better Mets, than the Mets Yankees. No. Oh my god, that's yeah. it's bad. I don't, it's, it? It, it changes directions a, a million times a day. I try not to <laughs> get involved myself. What's even the point of that? Why you could just be like, why? What's the point of this conversation? You guys are literally well. It's fantasy this? baseball group chat, but it's it's oh. it's deep rooted in Yan- half Yankees fans, half Mets fans. Eric, do you have a lot of uh, Mets fans out there on Long Island? Is that like the they all Mets fans, Mets and Jets? Because the Jets used to practice in uh, Long Island. No, not really. I, a lot of oh, most of my friends are Yankee fans. A lot of Islanders I fans. Would... Oh. No, not as many as you think. Mostly Rangers. Really? Yeah. I thought it I was the always the associations. The associations were always Mets, Jets, Islanders, Rangers, Yankees, uh, Giants. And then everybody was a Knicks yeah. fan. But now, now that's kind of splitting up too. Like I thought that was always the associations. When I heard a Jets fan, I just assumed like, oh, Islanders and fucking. Yeah, it's like, Mets, it's like yeah. those cheesy franchises. Right, like the wannabes, like the step, you know, like the stepbrother trying to get in there. Like I don't know. Yeah. The bums. The Metropolitans. Um. Yes, the Metropolitans. What do we see? What do you see for the series coming up? What's your What's your ceiling and what's your what, floor? What do I see, or what do I what's What do I see, or what do floor? I hope for? Wait, Mike, is when's the um, Wednesday? Sorry. Uh, I think the fifth. No, the Cubs series. No, Ro- yeah, Rodon isn't coming back to the Cubs. I think it's the seventh. Um, they have to win the series. They have to win Four the series. Games. If they don't win the series, it's a Four failure. games. Yeah, I think right now they good. are behind. They're behind the Orioles by just about, what is it, yeah, five ten. games? No, behind the Orioles. Can I get, can I get a quick uh, stat line prediction for Herman tomorrow? Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you guys think? I'm go. saying, I'm saying, what do you guys think? No, uh, 
what do I think you're gonna say? No, what do you think he? What do you think I'll he does tomorrow? Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'll go. Five, I'll go five. Five, five four earned. I was gonna say three earned. Somewhere Same in there. Thing. Not the great. I, he, won't have, his... he won't have a great start. He won't have a great start, but I don't think it'll be two, two, eight, or you know, three, seven, whatever he had those last two. Tyler Wells and we're three games back on Baltimore. Four innings, six hits, two walks, four Ks. He'll come out because they'll give up some hits in the fourth. Done. How many runs? Uh, we'll call it three. He comes out because he's starting to get hit in the fourth. Ultra specific, retarded prediction that has no basis. But all right, Eric, right what do you think? Uh, like five and two thirds, three earned, something like that. Maybe he gets a quality start, six innings, three earned. What's the definition of a quality start again? Yeah, I I was actually six, just about to six, ask. That. I think it's What's like the six. I think six it's... six plus innings, three or less runs. Yeah, that's. Is that a defined I, stat? Do you guys agree? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, that is a defined yeah. stat. Yeah. Do you, is that defined? Are you doing it from fantasy baseball terms? Because that's how I'm looking at it. What? The quality start. Well, yeah, it's it's. I, I never know, even really knew that, but quali- I never even like paid attention to quality start until I started playing fantasy baseball. To be honest, yeah, me either. A, we replace a, win- we replace wins with uh with quality starts this year, and it's pretty. It's oh, a lot both. better. Yeah, we have both win and quality start. Do you think if we drop three or get swept, that it's time for like serious panic button mode? Uh, swept, yes. Swept, yeah. Ah. Even dropping three. Like panic button, what do you mean? Like, what are they gonna? You mean be sellers at the deadline? Like what? Like, like you're you're packing panic button mode, as in like this season is probably you're packing toast. it up. Yeah, I mean, we're in the third wild card spot right on now. You'd have to convince me. What'd you say? I think a lot of it. I mean, obviously hinges on the judge judge updates and stuff more than the Orioles series. But yeah, if they if they if they get swept and. Matt's offline. See you, see you, Matt. Oh, Matt um, dropped now. Huh? That's not good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's really not off. good. 42. All right. 42 minutes in. We're good. Yeah. I mean, swept, I, I feel like it's definitely uh, definitely time to panic, but let's hope that we don't get to that. I don't know. I think if we can pick up three, that'd be huge because then we'd be at 40. Well, the other thing is like the – if the Astros aren't playing particularly well, Jordan Alvarez is out for another few weeks. Um, so I'm not saying historically, like you, you can't keep pace with them, but like they're not playing well this year. I think they have some starting pitching issues despite having um, Framber and, and uh, Javier, but um, I'm not, yeah, I, I'm not going to hit the panic button yet if they lose three. If they get swept, it's not it's not going to be good because then that moves you back eight games behind them uh, in the wild card. They're four right now, so I don't know what they've done against them this year. But yeah, if they get swept, it's not going to be <laughs> it won't be pleasant because they'll be what they'll be forty six and forty two at that point, um, and you'll probably be out of a wild card because Los Angeles and Toronto are kind of right on your heels. You got a game and a half lead on them in the in the wild card, but. I mean, listen, like what happened last year, Matt, you dropped off your back. Um, 
last year we kind of had like the the opposite right like we went 52 and 18 and i was like holy crap they're gonna win 120 games and then we went 50 and 51 after the all-star break so like could the reverse be in order here where we actually pick it up in the second half like you'd almost want that you almost don't want to get off to a 52 and 18 start put all those put all the expectations on yourself and then fall apart in the second half it's almost better to play okay in the first half turn it on the second half and roll into the playoffs hot or even get hot Last year they had spurts in the second half where they were hot and like it would almost be better to get hot in August or September. Like you don't, you don't want to peak too early and I'm not saying they can uh-huh. control that, but like sometimes it just happens naturally. Right. Like in May they were the arguably the best team in baseball record wise. And I think run wise. And then June they were arguably one of the, one Only of the, the worst. World series. I don't know if you, you, Matt, you missed what we were talking about, but I think the question was, are you, if they get swept or lose three games, are you hitting the panic button? Like, are you done for the season? Like major panic button. I never hit the panic button. I hit the fucking pissed off button, which is what I'm at most of the time, but I would be extremely Let's be honest. You're all, you're always that way. Even if they won four games, you would find something to be angry about. Okay. Yeah. I critique them, but I'm not actually that mad. If we win four games, I get four dubs. Like I'm good, but no, if they lose three or four, I'll genuinely be like this. I really have lost a lot of faith. And like, even when they won the series against the A's, I, I just, I still don't gain any confidence from anything. And I guess that's the problem is like they never do things to gain confidence because you don't have confidence in anything they can do with consistency. So like, it's not necessarily even a panic button. It's more just like, fuck, this is kind of what I expect, which sucks because I don't want to expect this. It's just annoying. And I just want them to win games. I mean, it, it, it sucks, but the Braves are just better than I feel like us in one the they just so rotation good. nasty i mean we got and Apple, they're missing two other but line up line up one to nine there everybody can hit like it's insane and did you see what yes. they spent did you see there was a thing that was put up against uh the braves yeah, they the have Braves. a great front office yeah right and it Wait, was put up against again? the mets and what happened the, the the braves so they put up a thing and it was the braves top uh, top 13 earners against the Mets top four earners. The salary cap is the same. So the Mets use all their sal- – the Met, not the cap. The Mets – the salary is the same exact thing for this year's team. On Mets for four players, on the Braves, it's for their entire starting lineup plus two starters. The Braves do a great job of knowing guys they trust and locking them up early. I mean – I love their philosophy. You offer those young guys yeah. security at a young age and be like, all right, here, we're going to give you a $100 million contract. And, like, they don't even let them get to free agency where they can, you know, get that two three hundred million dollars contract. market and whatever. People think it's I kind have of a gross, feel- but, like, I love it. They they let Dansby walk, and he's not having a great year either. I mean, sign Acuna right. long-term, Albies long-term. Have they signed Strider yet, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I know they have I don't Riley. know if, I don't know if they've, I don't what know if they've locked up Strider, but he's going to be – Give it. They're I mean, if he's not right, if 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 he's not right now, then in two years he'll be the best pitcher in baseball. What a gross concept, paying guys hundred million dollars to play baseball. Why no, I know. No, it's, he's being sarcastic. People get people no, get all pissed is, off yeah. about it, but it's like they figured it out. Like they're they're doing right, something. You do right. it they're early. Be good. It's exactly be it's good. exactly what Eric said. You do it early. Don't let them see the market. And yeah, it's like they're going to. I be mean, good. in retrospect, the next ten though, years. In retrospect, that wouldn't really have worked for the Yankees in the past five years. You lock up Gary, you lock up Kleber, you lock up to those contracts. They wouldn't really pay off. 
But Walk no, for sure. The only guy you could have done it to is the only guy you could have done it with is Judge. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we were. And they almost blew. I haven't. But Judge, but Judge was also like a what? Judge was also like a twenty-five-year-old rookie, so it's a little bit different. But a little bit. Yeah, very. Yeah, you're right. I have an interesting theory. Um, there's something that I. Oh wait, go ahead, Manny. Go on. No, because this is a new topic, so say what you I have an interesting theory on what I think the Yanks. What, not necessarily what they should do, because I'm not in favor for it, but if you were looking long-term right now, when you look at the playoff positioning, so all the wild card teams right now are locked up. We're the last team in the playoffs right now. Do you – so you're either got, you either got to be fighting. So you're fighting for the division. I get it. This is long-term thinking, right? But I'm just looking at where we stand in the standings. And this long-term thinking, do you, you either fight for the division or you just get that last wild card spot? Because if you don't, you're in a horrible position. So we're either going to be – if you get that last wild card spot, you're going on the road to a team like Minnesota who we historically dominate in the playoffs, right? As opposed to if you get that second wild card seed, you're going you're going to Baltimore who we suck against all the time, everybody in our division. I'm not saying our record is necessarily terrible, but there's a good chance we'd lose that series because we lose all the series that are to our divisional teams. So if you're not pushing for the division, it's just make the playoffs. Cause I don't think that second or third wild cards, whether you're home or away, I don't think it matters. Right. Cause the way this new format is the, the top wild, the, the top wild card plays the second wild card. The last wild card plays the last division winner. The last division winner would be Minnesota. Who's barely over 500 right now, or whoever wins that shitty central, you'd be in a better yeah. position to make the playoffs and go to Minnesota for three games, we could easily come out of that and position ourselves in a better place against the whatever, who's going to come out. It's going to be the best in the AL. Then we have a fighting chance against them no matter what, because we can play with the AL. Like we play with the AL East all the time. I don't know. It's just interesting. As as you look at it, the positioning gets interesting. No, I think that was, that was the same question. Yeah, but how do you ensure that? You can't. I think that was, that was the Rogue same games. question I think they had ro- the Knicks rolling into the uh, the NBA playoffs. It's like, do you try and go for a certain seed to to have an easier path to the Eastern Conference Finals? I think, but that you would have had to beat you would have had to beat Milwaukee to get to to play like the. However, it would have been favorable for them. But like, I see your point, and I don't think they'll do that. I think they'll play for obviously to get the best seed possible. That they can get and it sucks because i'm not saying i'm not saying to like like i hate all that concept i'm not saying to tank i just think it's a very interesting concept like at this point you're either pushing for the division or i don't know it's weird because i almost short, don't want them in the middle of that wild card mix is, short answer is matt i think they're aware of the same things you are when you look at it that way you talk about fans and their knowledge like i do think that they are aware that they dominate minnesota typically so like they're aware of that and they know that. It's just Not crazy that like that the current wild card leaders, the the Orioles, are like they're eight full games above the and the the Guardians and the the Twins are tied for the for the AL um, for the AL Central. But yeah, eight full games better they've played so far. Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. The East is the East is nuts. If um, you look Maddie's- at if. if- if you put one through ten from the AL East and the AL Central in a bracket, it's exactly how it sits right now. One through five is the top five in the AL East, and then it's and then it now they flip flop with the top in the AL Central, but that's how it was for a while. It's just the top five AL East teams and then the five Central teams. Like the Central's bad. It's crazy. 
Um, Maddie said you had a new topic because I want to talk a little bit about the Knicks um, signing. Yeah. Um, Juan Soto. Yeah, that was an interesting thing I put out on Twitter. It was like, would you trade Peraza um, and a few other guys for Juan Soto? Peraza was the only one that was like, uh, like made, made you think. The other guys, I don't think. No, Austin Wells. Austin Wells is going to be really good. And, was and, Austin and Wells on there? <laughs> Hold on, let me. Yeah, let me tra- let me read it. It was Peraza, Dominguez, Wells, and Drew Thorpe. Like those first three names are pretty hefty names to give up for a guy. And I did. I thought he was under. I thought it would only be for the remainder of the season. He'd be a free agent, but he's a Soto's a free agent after twenty twenty four. So two years. You get him for a year and a half. Wait, is that speculation know. or what is that? Is that just somebody saying what that would look like? Yeah, it's just like that? floating around on Twitter. Heard. What it, yeah, what, what it would look like. If Juan Soto came, he'd left field. Now you have a real left fielder there. Then you can move IKF to third, and you can get rid of Donaldson. You don't have to DFA him. You can just put him on the fucking bench. And then you're actually, like, making a push towards the World Series. And people can say, Juan Soto, oh, he's trash. He's not trash. He's 20 fucking four, and he's already won a World Series. He's actually – I mean, Blake, you act – do you Blake like Snell. Forever 19. Oh, you would get Blake Snell too. I'm sorry. Blake, Blake Snell, Snell would probably Soto. Blake Snell would probably be he'll probably be pitcher of the month bad. for June. He was outstanding. Yeah, that's not bad. I don't know. That's I'm, not bad. When you throw him in the mix, I didn't realize that was okay. Yeah, it was Soto and it was Soto and Snell for Peraza, Wells, um, Dominguez. <laughs> I but mean, they love dude, this. they love Dominguez though. Like that's the problem. Like he's like hoping that he's Dominguez is their next Soto. Wow, he had a crazy June. I, do you really like Soto? Are we, aren't we pushing for a World no. Series, dude? Yeah, dude, I like Soto. Like, he's 24. He has this much time in the big leagues. He's already bat. He's, he's a lefty, His first too, couple of years, great. he batted, like, 290. I know, and we need lefties. He batted 313. I I, like, I'm not saying his skills or anything aren't there. And he's 24. Eric, what were you he's saying? just oh. such a cocky piece of shit. Okay, well, I that doesn't me. really factor into it. Yeah, dude, because he was it 19, dude. It Him does matter. When you're going 19. into the Yankee clubhouse, even as shitty as some of our guys are, how many of them are cocky and arrogant and assholes? Like, they present themselves in a Reggie Jackson way. was cocky and arrogant and an asshole, and he fucking... Smashed home runs in the playoffs. Eric, what were you saying about the month of June? Just quick, I'll run through this quick. His Blake Snell's last seven starts, starting May twenty fifth, five innings, one earned six Ks, six scoreless seven Ks, six scoreless eight Ks, seven innings, one earned twelve Ks, six scoreless twelve Ks, six scoreless eleven Ks, six innings, two earned ten Ks. Jeez, he's a lefty too, right? That's crazy. That also gets rid of. That's all. That also puts. Um, when Rodon's back, then you don't have to put out Severino or no. Domingo, you put out it would be one you don't want. It would be Cole, Rodon, Snell, and then you could have we'll... Sevi and then Herman. Yeah, you well, playoffs. I would say when, Nest, when Nestor comes back. Oh, playoff series, when, right. when Nestor oh, playoff series. Playoff Nestor. series. God, take out both of them. Just use those three: Snell, Cole, and Rodon. Herman can come out of the pen too, which is kind of nice. Playoff playoff rotation would be insane. Of of Cole. Um, What's the Nestor latest? He was on the 15 day, so he's probably not. I don't know. Is there a world that they sign, like they actually pay Soto and Judge in the, like on the same team, like two large contracts? Yes. Four large contracts. Four, yeah. yes. I mean, how long do we have John Carlo for? Well, um, a, a while. But I think the. I, th- I think the I know, Marlins Marlins are eating a lot. Yeah, they're eating a lot. It's, I think they it's still got to pay 20. 
because I think, I think there's a Marlin, world where no, Solo no, no, no. the Marlins ate a lot. Of, and a then lot that's of that your one. that's yeah, your world. Because Jeter thing, yeah, was an idiot. Like, <laughs> love you, Jeter. Yankees, but he was an idiot when he made that trade. No, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Um. I don't know. We'll see. It'd be interesting to see what they do with the trade deadline. Like I. I don't know, man, guys. I know that it makes, makes a lot of sense. sense. You love and Soto. We get it. Like a, a serious contender. Man, you just always talk about Soto. It's kind of annoying what, how much you like Soto. Are we in rebuild? Are we going to be in rebuild mode after They're this year? In we don't win the World Series. They're never in rebuild mode. Have, but, okay. So the Yankees. So you're okay. Never in rebuild Soto. Mode. So you're okay. Tremendous upside. All right. He's 24. Can, okay. He's, Judge was a rookie. Can I ask you a question, Maddie? Stop talking about Soto. Are you? Are you doing? If are you still doing it? If Soto, if Soto leaves at the end of next year, yeah, okay. See, nah. yeah, it, it changes the top. It changes the topic. If Soto leaves at the end of next year in free agency, yeah, we only have him for a year and a half. When Dominguez could potentially be ready to play in Major League Baseball next year, I don't know. I'm just not. I don't know. Over, Soto's been I'm Soto's been very average since he joined so the Padres. Soto has been bad. He's the past been at, he's years. Been, he also he's been average on, the, on Padres so far. Right. So I mean, listen, it's a, it's a it's a good question and probably take it, but I would love to see like some type of guarantee. Like, yes, Soto is going to he signed. He comes over and he signs. Like that's what I would really like to see. If you're going to give up that much between Peraza, Wells, who we haven't had a, in my opinion, we haven't had a great offensive catcher. Or good catcher at all, really. I mean, Trevino's right. okay, but Hickey's not. They're not offensive guys. You're not going to get anything from out of them. You're giving up Peraza, yeah, who potentially is a middle infield. Dude, and Hickey Dominguez, is supposed who to be good is... defensively. He's had six pass balls in the last two times he's been in the game. Like, what the fuck is that? I know. All right, we don't have to harp six. on all that, but let's let's uh, let's let's jump into the next a little bit. 